Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive. This episode is very interesting. It's been in the works for a while. It's something that uh, I'm fired up about on a lot of different levels. Uh, and it's part of our ongoing series where we are intervi- interviewing people uh, in the space uh, to go along as a supplement to our NFL division previews as we ramp up through the month of August. Uh, and today, uh, we're going in a different direction than the last couple of these interviews. And rather than focus specifically on NFL handicapping issues, we're going to focus on just kind of handicapping um, and social media and the marriage between those two and kind of specifically dive into, if you're new to this, if you are, have been, you know, if, if the betting on, you know, betting legally in your state or just sports betting being more broadly accepted has kind of captured your imagination and your interest, and you are looking for a couple of very basic, specific strategy um, uh, ways to improve your performance and or, and or just to kind of be prepared for this NFL season. I think this podcast will appeal to you. Um, and if you've been doing this for a long time and you're, you're looking for a new tool and a, you know, some, a new way to kind of, uh, broaden your handicapping tool chest, this podcast will appeal to you. Uh, and, uh, with that, Andy, let us welcome first ever appearance on the deep dive. Uh, and I'll have to get some clarification on your specific title here, but, uh, welcome to the deep dive, Mr. Reed Rooney. Uh, what is your title and, uh, what is the name of your company? Hey, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, my title is CEO and co-founder of uh, BetSperts. So B-E-T-S-P-E-R-T-S, like betting experts. BetSperts it is. I like this. Okay, so uh, welcome to the deep dive, Mr. Reed Rooney, CEO and co-founder of BetSperts. Um, we, uh, we've been talking to you now going on a little bit, uh, you know, going on, what, six months or so here? Um, I first came across your content as, you know, via Twitter as, you know, with most interesting new um, products that are, you know, that are coming up and, you know, the way it was pitched and the way you guys were, um, were presenting this app was immediately, um, you know, caught my attention because I was thinking, oh yeah, okay, there's a very, very clear market uh, opportunity for this exact type of um, platform. Uh, and, uh, you guys had a, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys had a soft launch around March Madness and you were surprised by the amount of interest in this. And, uh, and now this is kind of, you're, you're crafting this, um, app to be, uh, kind of a companion and a useful tool for people to enter picks, track their performance and social network all around gambling. Is that effectively the elevator pitch for BetSpritz? Yeah, I think that's uh, a little bit of the background and the elevator pitch. I, I think you did a nice job there. Um, it was funny earlier you said kind of the marriage of social media and handicapping. Uh, and I, I think if you are in the industry right now, you've seen uh, a lot of divorces of social media and handicapping recently. <laughs> sure. So you see divorces we, you know, from social media and divorces from handicapping too. So yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, what what Bedsports really is is a uh, the most granular level of pick tracking and kind of your uh, uh, your betting history uh, over whatever extended period of time, whatever sport you're looking to do. It gets all the way down to the team level, the conference division, the sports or overall and whatever metric you would like to judge it by, we, we have and we are adding. Uh, so it's a, a really good way to look at your own history. But the, the ticker is it's completely crowdsourced and completely open uh, platform. So you can see everyone else's history and everyone else's tracking. There is no deleting of picks. There's no changing of lines. Uh, and no adding picks after the game has started. So it is full accountability, tra- uh, transparency, and something that, uh, that, that folks can trust. Uh, but you were right, we did launch in March, soft launch. It went a little bit viral. I think we we're the 11th most downloaded sports app during the tournament, and we only advertised for one week, so that was exciting. Uh, but we're really, really excited for football here coming up shortly, and we've, uh, we've already seen a huge increase in activity here in the last two weeks and expect to expect a lot more here in the next month. Oof, this is good. Um, I want to start out understanding a little bit more uh, about your background. So you, um, 
you know, you're, you're, we, we're, we're in the same couple of, uh, chat circles. We talk sports handicapping, sports picks, but I never really kind of dug in and got a sense of, you know, how you got started in this, how you came up with this. Um, I completely see the need for it. I mean, there is, uh, you know, there are obviously other apps out there and, you know, we'll dive into that separately in a bit here, but there are obviously other apps there out there, but they have kind of missed this one potential, uh, opportunity to kind of combine, um, your, you know, your, like you said, I like the granular level. That was a good way to put it. Kind of a granular level of, you know, being able to evaluate your own performance, um, a, a kind of a, a trustworthy, um, way to evaluate other people, uh, and understand who's good at what and why. Uh, and then combining that with the, you know, with the fact that it's effectively like kind of a, a, a new look, uh, on the old school sort of forum, uh, type of, um, you know, forum type of setting where people can talk about, um, you know, talk about handicapping angles and, and what they, you know, what they're learning, why they like certain plays like that, like that is why I got involved in Twitter in the first place flatly. Like that is 100%. The only reason that I op operate a Twitter handle was to be able to network, to be able to find people who had like-minded interests and to be, you know, to learn from them. Um, by talking through process, talking through, you know, handicapping angles and things like that. And the fact that there's now an app for, you know, to try to specifically address this need across a you know, number of new users in this space makes total sense to me. So congratulations on hitting that uh, nail you. on the head. Uh, but, uh, but to go back to my original question, you know, how did you come up with this? And, you know, what are, what are some of your background in sports betting? So that's an interesting question, actually. Uh, my background in sports betting is a bunch of personal failure. <laughs> I'm not a very good better, and I wasn't a very good better. So uh, it was interesting. I, I went to school for – I played college baseball at Central Michigan University. I went to school for uh, entrepreneurship and actually went back and got my master's in entrepreneurship. I worked for a great company, a uh, Fortune 200 company, and, and managed a large book of business in corporate sales. Okay, So I started looking at – Love my job, love the people I work with, but started looking at kind of the emerging markets and it's crypto, it's cannabis, and it's sports gambling. I didn't know anything about the, the first two, so uh, moved on to the third one. And, uh, oh, we're experts sports, in all three. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but carry on, carry on. Uh, So sports gambling, I looked at it and uh, tried to see how I could get into the market and build something and interviewed a, a bunch of people that I know were sports gamblers, how they gambled. And it blew my mind, absolutely blew my mind how much people would pay for gambling advice or gambling picks. Um, kind of looked at the market at that point and realized there wasn't a great crowdsourced and free platform for information sharing. Um, I think if you look at kind of the, the up and coming, all these large tech companies, everything is crowdsourced today or everything is heading towards crowdsourcing, right? So uh, started to kind of build the concept of, hey, why don't we enter everyone's picks and you're able to see it. So if I was going to big White Sox fan, if I was going to the White Sox game today, I could click to MLB, I could click to American League, I could click to AL Central, uh, and I could see that the guy's name I'm looking at right now, Gits and Shiggles, good name, is uh, <laughs> 21 and nine in the AL Central with a in the last three months with. For over 14 units returned or gained. So I, I, the fact that that person's a better baseball better than I am, I, I would want to know that. And there's no way to really do that on a uh, grand scale at this point. So that's really where the kind of the idea came from. Instead of paying one person who says they're 60% or keeps their own Excel spreadsheet. Now there are some folks that do it very accurately and admirably, but there's a lot of scammers out there. Uh, why not create something that is um, completely transparent and there is uh, a third party that's doing all the tracking and automatic tracking. So uh, it's really where it, it started and then morphed into kind of the social side that has, uh, let's call it the feed and the conversation. You can go on and you can create your own blogs. Uh, so you start to kind of create your gambling profile. And it was really summed up well by uh, one of the, the head product king, or I'm sorry, one of the head product uh, folks at one of the major DFS and now gambling companies uh, and said, if, if a lot of people join this site and you market it well, it'll become the LinkedIn of sports gambling. So that's, that's really what uh, resonates with us. And we want to give people voices and credibility that 
that might not have access to that or don't have what's called the Twitter followers or the Reddit following yet. The LinkedIn, that makes incredible sense. Build a resume. I love this. Nady? And the accountability. Yeah, just an app with accountability for something like that without throwing certain apps under the bus. I did. We talked about this off air. Like several times, especially during football and basketball season when I was putting out more plays, I'd get the DM asking if I'd put my plays on any apps that, that they could see them on and said, you know, I, I don't. I don't use that. I like the idea of it, but I don't like some of the current situations with just a, a lack of accountability in some of the tracking apps. And I, I guess I'm the guy who uses a spreadsheet. So if you think I'm, if, if anyone thinks I'm scheming on my spreadsheets, you can, you can double check it for me. Cause who knows? I might be screwing it up anyway, but the spreadsheet's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie. It'd be much <laughs> nicer to, uh, <laughs> much nicer just to have somebody do all the math for me. And, and when I do want to look at, and I don't know what you have, you know, down the pipe for this as far as looking at other stats. And like you said, it's crowdsourced and anything we've talked to you about, you've been more than open to as far as in the future, adding more features. But uh, if, you know, if you were able to make an app that could look at some, some more advanced metrics on, on your picks over a longer period of time and not have to, you know, create a spreadsheet to do it for you, that'd be nice too. So definitely down for something like this. I'm thinking of so many anecdotes right now. Like, um, like think about oh, like, yeah. okay, you, like, like, okay, for, like we'll, we'll get into like kind of not, you know, novice sports betting one-on-one type, type of tips in a second. But like, think about like the guy that like took your spreadsheet and broke it down by uh, conference and by day. Right. And we, we, you, you, I, when I saw that pop, I was like, Whoa, that is freaking cool. Because in, instantly you were like, well, I guess I'm not betting this conference enough. Oh, I guess I have a specific edge that I should be mining more in this conference. And then, oh, by the way, Saturdays were incredible for you because, and it was in all kind oh, of, yeah, that you know, it, it awesome. all, it all kind of like came back together to like, well, you know, well, you know, and, and people might listen to this and be like, oh, you dummy. Like there's nothing special about Saturdays. Like, come on. But no, like I, 100% now buy into this. Like there are so many games on the board on Saturday. There are so many games to get more attention from the lines makers from the market itself. If you are betting in small conference college basketball, Saturday is your, you know, is your, you know, your bread and butter. Like that is when you are going to find the softest lines in the small market games and you can absolutely wail away. And you are evidence of that. And we only know this. I mean, maybe you knew it just because people were giving you feedback, but like, it's, I guess it's, I, I kind of felt there, it, but that guy, right? yeah, shout out to that guy. If, if that guy's listening, yeah, he took all, he took my spreadsheet and broke it down by everything. That was cool. And yeah, I think, and that's the kind of thing that you'll find from tracking. Well, no, you know, we've had multiple anecdotes about, you know, tracking, not tracking your plays and what a bad idea it is because you, you forget how many bets you made. If you don't sit and look or you're betting at multiple books, you put in a bunch of plays, you're like, ah, you know, I think I, I think I went like four and three. You know, I probably scratched out a little dough. And if you actually sat down and looked at it, you went four and four. You forgot about a halftime play. A couple of them were minus 120. You paid 15 cents. You bought a hook here. All of a sudden, you realize you were you didn't scratch out a little dough. You were four and four, and you lost 200 bucks. Yeah, like it's right. uh, it's just one of those one of those little biases that sits in your mind that you, you forget about things. You're all, every, everything's a little rosier in your mind. I don't, don't want to be like you should get this to find out how shitty you are. I guess, but <laughs> well, you uh, kind of it, it, it you does help owe it, it to yourself it, too. It, yeah, you I mean, if you if you're you do owe it to yourself, yeah. tracking in general. Yeah, you you need to track. So and it's like you said with the Saturday thing. It was great to look back and find strong points and then look if there was any sort of anecdotal or actual, you know, predictive evidence of some of the strong points if you if you were doing well in a certain area for a reason or if it was just noise. And you so won't find out if you don't track. Three scenarios that I guarantee that you guys kind of just referenced and went around. Uh, three scenarios that I guarantee you happen within the next 12 months of experts. One is people who do sell their picks enter their free plays on Bestperts because they're inevitably going to go cold. And when they do, most of them are going to go cold. When they do, they'll be able to track back and say, okay, I was 47% for the last month 
but I was eight and zero or eight and two in the Big Ten. I was four and four and one in Michigan State games, and I was this at first halves, right? And so this is where I'm going to focus, and this is why you should buy my picks this week. That will happen. I guarantee that. That will happen this fall. I am 100% confident in that. Second thing that will happen will be uh, someone in the next 12 months will be a very successful gambler on BetSperts. They will create content. They will write blogs, and all of your posts can be seen on your profile, all your comments and all your blogs, all your picks, everything. They will be, let's stick with Big Ten, they will be the best Big Ten BetSpert for the entire football season. They might be a good Big Ten expert for basketball season. And all of a sudden, they go to the Big Ten Network and say, hey, here's what I can do. Look at, what, <laughs> look at my history. Look that at all. Is, here is my yeah. resume. Yeah. As you're getting into the gambling space, I'm your guy. Uh, and I'll probably be less expensive because I want to get in the space and I don't have a history besides Jaron Bestberts. People will get jobs from their, their pick tracking uh, and their content production. The third scenario is you will see a million different ways that people – like to find gamblers and find experts. And this is what I've learned already. Uh, for example, right now, I, I think I have a six game losing streak in the major leagues. We tweeted out uh, that I had a five. We usually don't tweet out the losers, but you can sort by the coldest or the worst. Uh, we, uh, we tweeted out that I had a five game losing streak and hopefully people would, uh, would fade me. And so I lost again six. I already had a note or two sent to me. When are you making your next pick? I'd like to follow it. Make sure you notify me. So you'll see, well, you'll see people. Yeah, you'll see people following people for all these types of reasons. But really, the the difference is in most industries, uh, unless you're you're trying to get your big money in before the line or the the odds move, uh, you can bet together and win together uh, in stocks and in other industries like that. It, it, it's not the same in fantasy. It's not the same where it's not you versus the book, it's you versus another human. So the, the community sense and the community feel is already starting to show, and uh, it's, been, uh, it's been very interesting. But as you talked about the Excel spreadsheet being quite annoying, uh, we'd love to take that off your hands, Andy, and be able to automatically show you all that information, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, let me go back and do a yeah, little. Yeah, it's hard time. to spell Duquesne and stuff. <laughs> not, you know. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Quinnipiac. Oh, These aren't just easy work. words. <laughs> yeah, right. For It'd sure. It'd be nice and, to just take care of that what? shit. Like, and guess what? Like, there is, there for sh you for, sh I, I, and again, I promise, I promise that, that if you are tracking yourself and if you make that information public and you, you know, your spreadsheet is out there, like, there's, you're going to make mistakes both ways. Like, you're going to grade some plays that you lost as winners. You're going to grade some plays you, you uh, win as losers. And guess what you get comments about is the ones that you crave as winners that are losers. So almost certainly, like, if you are tracking on your own, you know, in a public sense, like, you're going to get, uh, you know, you're going to get a good, you know, good amount of people who are, you know, who are checking your, uh, you know, checking your work for you and only correcting on one side. <clears throat> All that said, there is... So on one... On that, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, on that one, one really cool feature that not a lot of people know about on the site right now is there, it's kind of like social media. You can follow someone. So if I followed you, Andy, and uh, you had your record up, uh, there's a there's a Betsbert feed and there's a My Betsbert feed. So if you go to your My Betsbert feed, whenever you submit a pick, it automatically tells me what you picked for that game. Then for, let's call it, uh, you're picking a, the one in front of me right now, the Reds versus St. Louis game. But if you picked, uh, let's call it uh, under for the first five and a half, uh, for the first five innings, I mean, um, you would automatically, automatically show your MLB record, National League record, NL Central record, Cincinnati record, St. Louis record, and your record with first half over-unders. So nice. all of that pops up. And people can choose to follow you or tell you or fade you or whatever it's going to be. Uh, but all of that work is done. And when you're in a category that, that you're strong in, you don't have to sell yourself anymore. People just automatically can trust those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll go back to kind of the novice, uh, novice advice here for, for, for a short second. And granted, a lot of you listening, you know, I think our audience in general is not necessarily full of novices, but I'm sure there are some out there. Um, I would say maybe kind of the most important step for me as a 
you know, as a um, sports better. Like, you know, like you're going from the, you know, level zero to level one, right? The most important step was keeping track of what I was playing, keeping like, like, like honestly, you know, forcing accountability on myself of, wow, I really made that bet, didn't I? Like, honestly, like putting it all, you know, all into an accountability space was huge because uh, right away, like it helps you evaluate, um, you know, it just helps you evaluate um, when you're hot, when you're cold, the fact that, you know, you may, you know, and a lot of people are going to start betting football for the first time ever in their lives this year. And there is going to just based on the numbers, there are going to be a handful of those people who have exceptional luck. They flip a hell of a lot of hits and they are going to think that they're good at this. Right. And then their bankrolls are going to get swollen. They're going to think, okay, well, I'm good at this. Uh, I have, I am lucky. Uh, and rather than betting <laughs> time, like 50, to 100, yeah, 100, oh, yeah, time to crush the NBA, yeah, time to crush the NBA or, or, uh, or why am I only betting 50 or hundred bucks here? I can get rich doing this. Uh, and they're going to up their stakes and they're going to go on a cold streak and their bankroll is going to zero out. And they're going to be like, well, shit, what did I do wrong? I don't even know. Uh, I'm now I'm redepositing like this will happen across lots and lots and lots and lots of, you know, and this was happening year over year anyway, but it's going to be even more exacerbated this year with all the new players. All that said, you put, you start putting this down on paper. You force accountability on yourself of, I made these plays. It cost me this. I won this, you know, going through that process is hugely important personal step. If you're going to stay in this, if you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to just dump a bunch of money and then walk away from this. Um, and you know, now you have a tool that you can absolutely, you know, know is going to be mistake free, uh, and is going to help you do a better job of evaluating your own performance. Uh, and that's very, very worthwhile, you know, important step for, mm. for a new better. Would you agree with that, Andy? Yeah. Yeah. I have a mini anecdote then I got a couple buddies that, and they know their way around football. They don't, they, they, they've had some nice runs, but, uh, so these two guys, I know they bet, they bet together. They use a local and they, they will do their consensus plays. They put it in together. It's split 50, 50, <laughs> which I, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with, but they, they make it work. They, they've always made it work. But the one guy last year, he got, he got a little squirrely with first quarter plays and he was putting them in independently. They weren't big bets. Like it didn't bother the other guy at first, but man, was he not having, I don't, I don't know if it was bad luck or bad handicapping or a little of both, but the first quarter bets, the third quarter bets, the quarter bets weren't working and they really had no idea. And the one guy, he went back into his, into their betting account and he went and physically added them up. And it, I mean, it took that to show the other guy like, Hey, s- stop fucking doing this. <laughs> like these are, these are terrible. You're and, blowing and the I mean, that's what it, man. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's what it took for them to stop doing that because it, it just wasn't working. They didn't have uh there obviously wasn't an edge there because they're getting crushed on that. And it, it sucks when you, you, you don't think, ah, it's, you know, the one guy, ah, we haven't been doing those, you know, we haven't been doing that bad on those. They were doing zero tracking on it. And then once the one guy actually took the, took the initiative, went back and tracked him by hand, went and added him up, which took all fucking day. Apparently he, he found out, no, oh, these are really bad. Like if we hadn't bet first quarters, we'd have probably been doing, well, obviously we'd have been doing a lot better. So, I mean, it's just, just stuff like that to actually, cause in your head, it's always, isn't that how it always goes? Like, ah, oh, I'm yeah. not doing that bad. Your brain is protecting Your brain is protecting you from the reality of how poor your play is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your reptile brain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, one other uh, quick story time, uh, and then um, I have some other questions for our guest. Reed, um, the uh, I definitely also, you know, I've, I've you know, again, kind of going back to sort of the novice advice here. Like the first year, I started entering all of my picks for uh, tennis on spreadsheet. Um, it took me about the I basically went through the whole freaking year. And it got to the end of the year and I was like, I had done well. And I, I was just so pleased with myself, patted myself on the back. Oh, I did great. Right. And, you know, we were making all these points about like, well, if you're losing, if you're losing, if you're losing, you need to know why. But I, and I didn't really put together, well, why was I winning? 
Like, what was it? Like, what was specifically was working for me? And I had the ability to sort by, you know, because I had done it in a certain way, I could sort by what were my futures plays, what were my uh, um, uh, over-unders, what were my handicap plays, what were my money lines, right? And I looked at it all and I was like, okay, I am making money playing futures and the, only in the slams. I am making money, money line bets on dogs and I am getting kicked in the teeth on overs and handicaps here. Like, like, oh my gosh, like this can absolutely help me you know, kind of refine my strategy for next season. And it worked like a charm. Like, honestly, like, even if you're winning, like, you can be doing better if you are being more selective, if you, you know, if you know what your own strengths, you know, and weaknesses are. Uh, and that was, you know, it was incredibly helpful doing that for sure. So, you know, you will gain something from this, even if, you know, even if you, even if it's simple as the accountability that comes along with owning what you are doing as you are betting on sports because it is extremely easy. Everything is set up in the whole space. Every book is set up in a, in a way to kind of reset your brain after a week. It's all set up that way, right? And so you, you know, if you're if you're not uh, looking past a week, you are always uh, going to be the subject of small sample size. You need seasons and seasons worth of data to really suss out some of the signal and what you're doing on this sort of stuff. And um, and this, you know, starting sooner than later is, is a good way to, uh, to get there in my opinion. So with all that, this is a tool that I genuinely think will, uh, you know, will help novices in this space, um, you know, gain, uh, gain their footing more quickly, uh, and help them avoid some of the com common, uh, pitfalls that, uh, really, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with when they first get started. So good job by you on that. Um, question now for you, Reed. Um, I've used this a couple times. Uh, I am undefeated in the picks I've entered on bet spurts, and so I'm considering just walking away and leaving forever being, uh, you know, undefeated on on bet spurts picks. Um, but uh, in seriousness, though, um, you know the the interface is, you know, is use you know it it makes sense to me like i get it i know how to enter picks and things like that but like you know what are kind of the the key things that that people should know as they start using this uh you know what sports are going to be available to enter picks on are you going to be able to do player props are you going to be able to do futures you know how flexible is the tool that you have currently versus what you intend to have for the future you know like what are what are some of the tech uh you know tech interesting aspects of this of this piece of, of uh of, of software well first of all congratulations on being undefeated <laughs> I, I, i'm looking I'm... at your record right now yeah some solid some solid plays there a lot a lot of favorite no okay uh, um what what's on the uh what's on the platform right now sport wise so the six major sports nfl and say football nba college basketball mlb and nhl golf and soccer soccer including premier league champions league and mls is coming here within the next month after that comes tennis which is a, a tough one to some degree but tennis and then uh on top of that is hopefully some fighting from ufc um and we're hoping to explore the player prop uh angle as well player props are for some reason, extraordinarily expensive, but we're we're working Whoa. through that and figuring out that yeah, we're working out to figure out how to how to input that because that's been clearly requested and I think is a, a niche that a lot of a lot of users are very interested in in learning more about, especially as it becomes legal. So um, I'd say uh, enjoy what's there right now, but know that we're working very hard to continually add and add very quickly. So I want to make sure we add it the right way, um, uh, but on top of that, we, we've just added some new features, including uh, some fairly unique stats for football season. Um, and I think our users will enjoy that. We have uh, a whole array of gambling statistics for every game, every line, every bet type. Um, and then even on top of that, we even have a, a group functionality where if you run a fantasy gambling group, kind of like a, a pick em or a uh, maybe an office football pool type situation and you want to make it more of gambling and units gained versus uh, confidence points, 
you're able to have your own group here. Um, oh, that's, that's cool. And be separate and private. God damn, that was smart. Yeah. Good for you. What are you. How have you not told us about that yet? That is damn smart. Like we were just um, we were just talking about like uh, confidence tools and that sort <laughs> yeah. of thing yesterday with somebody, and yeah, no, that'd be like. Uh, you know, a lot of people do that at the office or with buddies. Of course, if uh, yeah, maybe sure. if, even like with your fantasy league, uh, a little gambling contest units gained over the NFL season. Oh God! Really, yeah. put some money where your mouth is. I, I also have never lost a bet on Betsburg. <laughs> uh, I tried to. It wouldn't put Women's World Cup on there fast enough for me, and I haven't bet any baseball. But it's football. You're, football you're too soon. You're, we did kill Women's Your ROI is not. Yeah. Your ROI is not as great as Whale at uh, yeah, zero best yeah. play. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, great pic- Great picture though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, the contest thing. Uh, we have had a couple people kind of in the industry. Let's call it Tony Cash. He ran a NBA contest, and uh, we help support that for some of his his members. And I think the Mill is going to run one for his guys here in football season as well. Uh, maybe for the month of September, kind of make it interactive. But yeah, I think fantasy gambling is a huge, huge market that will be coming, and we will be utilizing. Uh, our current platform to do it and it, it's a very realistic gambling contest because whoever's the best gambler yep. wins in this situation and it's a and big free one, one, uh it's a rake free big free way to do it it's so free yep anyway, one other feature we do have that has been uh highlighted and applauded uh you can only change your units up to five uh, okay. you can only go up to five units because um we don't want anyone to have a terrible record and all of a sudden put a, a hundred unit bet in and now their ROI is strong, right? So what sure. kind of will, monster would do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not talking about any anybody. Specific. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm not talking about anything specific. I was. Uh, I know there is. I, I know there's a popular story there, but I, that that's not what I'm referring to. This is <laughs> this is before that came out. So uh, I just want to make sure that that's clear. Okay. Um, how about uh, you brought up some of the information that's available on the app? What about market stuff? Like, can I can I s- kind of sift through um, some of the line history from some of the premier books out there? So that is coming here shortly as well. Uh, nice. I would say September, early October, that will be up and running. Um, do you have? We, yeah. Good. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you have to be kind of conscientious of offshore, onshore? Uh, we we promote only on, on show, legal sports books only. So here, okay. uh, our okay. lines are so our lines are from Don Best, who is the largest line provider I think in the United States. But they're Don Best. They take the mean of the consensus lines, the top ten books that they they provide for, and takes the mean line there. Uh, we do not let you change it or flip it, uh, just because we don't want someone giving themselves a half point every single game. Uh, and, sure, and it doesn't it doesn't. I, I don't think the, the benefit of that it would, uh, I'm sorry, the risk of that would be worth it. So um, we are in talks with uh, a couple different operators, which are the sports books, the legal sports books, where when you log on to BetSports, you could click, let's call it Sportsbook ABC or Sportsbook 123, and you can have their lines exclusively and their promotions and their uh, content. And why why would they do that? One, because then people are tracking just to their platform. So it makes them more loyal Two, they are all very aware in uh, trying to work on ways to preach responsible game gaming or responsible gambling. And it's kind of what you were talking about a little earlier. Well, with you don't know you're losing and all of a sudden you redeposit and you just don't have that analysis. Uh, so the, the books are actually genuinely concerned about responsible gaming, uh, as the the laws here shift and they don't want everyone to go bankrupt immediately or else the laws might shift back pretty quickly. So um, I I think there's a, uh, there's a, there's a nice feature of that coming hopefully here if we can strike a deal or two. Yeah. We can let it be a slow bleed from those of us who aren't using BetSperts to, uh, to improve our gaming. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, uh, let me ask you then um, 
Okay, so one of the, in, again, back to story time, and I'm going to go ahead and just blast, not blast, I guess. I want to, I want to give them some credit because oh, you blast. I, I'm not going to blast anyone actually at all. This is a really positive story, I think. Um, so I've been, I've been posting pics publicly on Twitter for a million freaking years. Uh, it feels like it's only actually been like five, probably, but it feels like a longer time than that. And at, two years into it, um, I heard from a guy who was developing the the Action Network app. Uh, and he said, you know, it was during the NBA playoffs. I was on an absolutely white hot heater and like through the first two rounds of the NBA playoffs. And you're like, Hey, you want to put your book picks up, uh, you know, and, and track your performance on our app. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, this sounds good. Like I'm pretty sloppy with how I'm tracking anyway. So like I could use a tool like this. Um, so started, started using it at that time. Of course, like I, you know, I was at the peak of my performance in the playoffs up to that point And, utterly dumped for three weeks i want to say like i like i lost game by game plays you know like i just buried uh you know buried money for the first couple uh, of weeks i was posting on there i dug myself a hole and it was like oh my god like great like this is cool like now i'm gonna start from the bottom and dig my way out um and i was like well no one's ever gonna use this app anyway so whatever <laughs> well that was not true <laughs> that ended up not being the case whatsoever um and uh but, but you know i gave him the feedback i was like okay this is a good app this is what i like this is what i don't like like you know there, there were some specific things like i was selling points and taking alternate lines and like to get better prices like if i like the spurs uh plus you know minus three i also liked a minus six and minus nine and i was getting much better juice for there but it was like super hard to manually change the prices and their algorithm kept changing my um my if i won it kept changing the bets down to just the standard line and if i lost it actually counted what i put in there so it was driving me absolutely bonkers um but whatever the case was like i was like okay it's still it's still a useful tool i still see the value in that and i was like i'm gonna really like take it more seriously uh next basketball season i'm gonna put all my plays in there next basketball season rolls around within about a week of kind of daily betting on nba i was like man i can sell half a point or a point at every NBA game. Like, this is cool. Uh, and so I started doing that on, you know, on the, the, the book I was using. Uh, and it basically over, I don't know, 700, 800 NBA plays over that season. Like, I sold as many points as they would let me sell uh, to get my average odds to like plus 101 or plus 103 or something like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, it ended up like being the first regular season where I bet, you know, week in, week out. And I went and I ended up in plus units and I was like, holy crap, like, this is awesome. Like they're underpricing the, you know, how much to sell points by. Uh, and that little bump right there kept me from being negative to being positive. And you know, the only way I knew that it kept me in the positive from being negative was because I was being lazy as a dog when I put the plays into the app, uh, the action network app. And I would just take the standard VIG standard line 30 minutes before tip, as opposed to like actually putting the number in when I bet it and actually, you know, doing the adjustment for selling points that I was doing because like all of that manual kind of, you know, adjust the number blah, blah, blah. It was, it was just tedious enough that I was like, forget it. I'm not going to do that. And so at the end of the season, I'm looking at my own record keeping. I'm like, all right, cool. Plus 10 units. And then I, you know, I, I showed like the graph of like how I did and like a whole handful of people were like, dude, that's not how you did. Like, look at your record here. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I was, oh my gosh, you're right. And like, sure enough, like, I, so I did the math and I was like, wow, like there was not enough, uh, you know, there was not enough um, uh, plays that would have gone from a push to a loss to account for the difference there, which means that fundamentally, like the only, you know, I was flipping coins in the NBA and the only reason that I ended up plus was because I was selling on every single play. And so like, that was kind of like a, oh my God moment, like, this is truly a fundamental bust in the way that the pricing goes. And now I can kind of take advantage of this from here after. Uh, and, you know, I never would have gotten there were it not for the ability to kind of look at the difference between here's what I'm actually playing and here's what a standard, the exact same play, the same side, same total, but taking minus 110 juice on whatever the closing line was like, this is the difference. And, you know, like it, and I, I honestly, I think it was a, a 30 unit swing over the course of like 800 plays. Like it was the difference between plus 10 and minus 20. And I was like, this is incredible. So like that was a very, very valuable learning experience. I wouldn't have gotten that if I wasn't tracking plays, which brings me to my key question. Can I sell points 
on bet spritz? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Okay. We can, we okay. can get there. We can get there. Uh, the the math the math is a little variant. There's a little variance in in each book and how they do. So okay. Uh, okay. That is probably a very small percentage of the market currently. Sure. Uh, to be honest with you, and like a complete, the, like like one that no one is paying attention to, and that it happens to be a great way to save yourself money. <laughs> yes, yes, when it works out. So it has worked out for you, which I'm I'm happy for you. It has not worked out as well as your four and all record on bets first, though. So, well, that's a good. Point. Uh, no, that's a good point. <laughs> Uh, but no, the, all of those features and making it as much like a real book as possible are coming. I mean, there's, there's only so much you can add without the site and the technology blowing up. So sure. uh, that will be on the list, and we'll call it uh, we'll call it the whale sale. Okay, when it, when I like this. The whale. Ooh, ooh, that has a nice ring to it. Ooh, I haven't ever thought of this <laughs> before. But yes, the rhyme does 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 happen to work because I you know I'm honestly like. At this point, like win totals for you know NFL, we've said it ad, ad nauseum to this point. Uh, you know points and totals for NBA when when you know granted, like I'm specifically identifying you know teams games that I think have higher variance where the likelihood of them landing at or near the number is less than what you get for selling. Like that's the whole thesis here. Like this is not freaking rocket science. Um, and you know, but then it doesn't apply to just everything, but in general, I think if you can reduce your vigor, you know, f- come up with a synthetic hold that's as close to zero as possible, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be around much longer sports betting because you know, baseline, a lot of what we're doing is flipping coins. So, uh, keep that in mind. Um, Still, though, you know, the 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 idea that you guys are, yeah, I guess, and I guess this is a good kind of jumping off point. How do you guys yeah, the feedback you just gave them? Yeah. How, 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 how can people give you feedback on stuff? Like, hey, we want to sell points. Like, make your app do this. Like, uh, how do people get a hold of you? Or who should, who should they be getting a hold of if they like the app, they're using it, but they say, hey, you should do this. Or this would make it better. Okay. And, you know, if you get enough people saying one thing, you almost have to do it, don't you? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, there is a contact us on bestverse.com uh, that goes directly to the entire company's email. Uh, I will tell you, I, I'm typically the, the one to respond, and I'll respond from my personal email, which is read at bestverse.com, R E I D, spelled correctly, not R E E D, R E I D, the right read, uh, at bestverse.com. And feel free to, to reach out with any suggestions or thoughts at any point. Uh, we like actually hearing a lot of the critical thoughts as well, because uh, if we're not improving what, what people don't like or, or maybe some weaknesses of the site uh, and app, we, we want to do, or we're not going to be around for that long. So any good, positive uh, thoughts, any negative, critical or suggestions or any sort of feedback whatsoever, we welcome and are very, very quick to reply to. Nice. Um, I want to ask you real quick about the Action Network and if you guys, number one, do you guys see them as a competitor because it's sort of the same general space here? And, you know, how do you differentiate yourselves across just not just the Action Network, but like pretty much everyone else out, out there who's trying to market a pick, you know, like a pick tracking sort of service? So yeah, I think, I, I think the Action Network. Yeah, I think the Action Network uh, has done a a really, really nice job and kind of paved the way, to be honest with you. Um, I I think recently they've gone a a bit of a different direction than where it maybe started, a little bit more content-heavy, media-heavy, which is absolutely uh, one direction to go, Or and they have a lot of smart people running their company, so I'm sure it makes a lot of sense. They just raised, what, $17.5 million at a $2.5 million valuation, I think, so it's 13 months after they launched, they did that. So clearly they're on the right track and right path. Um, I personally view them as a somewhat competitor. I think anyone that's taking up time and mind share in the gambling space is somewhat of a competitor. Uh, they definitely compete on the pick tracking side. I think we have a different model where it's completely crowdsourced, completely open and more of a community along with the social media side. Um, I think theirs is pick tracking with content and media and personalities which uh, has worked very well for uh, kind of modern millennial media companies. So I, I think they're on the right track for what them and their investors are looking for. I think we're probably on a bit of a different track, but they've done a really, really nice job. And 
I think there's definitely a different niche and different, uh, different use and hopefully a different audience for the best birds. I think you hit the nail on the head with the social media aspect as the differentiator, because again, kind of going back to why even create a Twitter handle and post free picks in the first place. If I don't ever intend to sell picks, if I don't ever intend to, you know, be a professional gambler, like why am I wasting all this time doing this? And the answer was for me at least is I was looking to build a network. I was looking to build uh, relationships with people who are like-minded and who are, you know, who are doing things the right way so that I can learn from them. I can learn their angles. I can, I can get feedback on what I'm using. I can, you know, like there are absolutely times in two years ago, three years ago in a chat with a bunch of our kind of contemporaries where I would say, Hey, I love this team because of this stupid reason. Cause I'm fading the public, you know, or something like completely non-predictive. And all it takes is one person to be like, dude, that's not predictive. And then you're like, well, what do you mean? And then the next thing you know, you've learned an entire you know, new way of going about doing things. You've taken uh, you know, something that's going to be a long-term detriment from your handicapping and you're adding new things that are going to be long-term positives. Uh, and that part of it cannot be understated in terms of how important it is to get better and to grow at this. You can't go to freaking uh, you know, grad school for gambling and get good at this by someone telling you what's what's you know what is uh, a useful angle and what's not this stuff is closely kept well kept secrets these are these are kind of trade secrets because you know the minute the market incorporates some of the you know some of the key aspects here the minute they're no longer valuable from a handicapping perspective so the idea that you kind of have this you know forum where you can build networks like that you can read people's takes on you know why they're taking things and i, I liked your example of even the white Sox guy like yeah like Presumably, he has a blog or a post that is, you know, more than 160 characters of I took this game and he says why he took it. And you can evaluate for yourself like, oh, he has a very he has an actionable angle here. Like, that's cool. Like, oh, I wonder what other games or what other situations that might apply to. And you can extend it from there. Uh, and that part of it to me is is kind of the other, you know, key um, benefit to the players out there. Uh, beyond just the kind of the accountability portion of tracking your own performance. So um, I yeah. think that, that's huge. And uh, on top of that, the social media side, you can go to Twitter and you can find out information anywhere and you have no, it, it, no real uh, level of considering credibility if you're just searching, right? So if I'm searching for Duke basketball gambling information, uh, I'm probably not going to find a whole lot of it that, that I really want to digest because if you search Duke basketball and gambling and all that, you're going to get a million different hits, right? If I'm uh, so on our platform, it, it's all about sports gambling, and you can even filter the the conversation if it's tagged properly. You can filter the conversation to NCAA basketball, to Duke, to starting lineups, or to injuries, and all the all the proper tags pop up, and those are the conversations you have. So it's it's centered around social uh, centered around sports gambling and the tags and and the way the filtering works works perfectly to digest the information you're looking for. But also the best example I've used on why bet spurts will work. Well, one of the best examples is how many people that will be listening to this podcast and or on this podcast, my hand is raised, have been drunk in a bar on a Saturday night and chasing a bad day in San Diego state versus Fresno state pops on, on Saturday night for football. You have no idea about either team, but you throw a decent amount of money on it to try and cover back, come back from your Saturday night. Right? So, you and I, or maybe you guys might, I do not know anything about San Diego State football or uh, Fresno State football, and I can go on and find that conversation happening on Betsburg, click to that user, and all of a sudden I see that he or she is really good with Fresno State or really good uh, with Mountain West football, and now I have a little bit more credibility there. So you have the credibility behind the conversation as well, and that's sure. really what we're going for. So when hundreds of thousands of people hopefully are on this platform, you'll have an abundance of information and abundance of uh, kind of their, their history to, to make sure that they're the people you want to listen to. I love this. Uh, last question. And then let's wrap, wrap this up. Um, what is kind of the marketing strategy here going forward for football? Like you, you have anything cool that you're trying to like get, you know, kind of gain a little bit of um, momentum here as you kind of, you know, you had the soft rollout for March Madness. What, what do you guys have planned coming up here then for uh, for football? What a great setup question. Just putting on the B for me there. I appreciate that. Um, 
especially since you're both part of So, uh, <laughs> here in September, the first week of NFL season, uh, the, the two gentlemen doing this interview and uh, a bunch of other, uh, uh, I would say, folks at the Betsburts team very much respects on Twitter, uh, will be putting their picks exclusively on Betsburts. So week one of NFL and week two of college football, you'll see a lot of free and free picks, of course, free conversation, free analysis, all on Betsperts uh, through a lot of the folks that are, are, are trusted and have a reputation, strong, positive reputation in the gambling space. Uh, we also are going to run some contests. Uh, I think uh, kind of giving some money away usually gets people very much interested. You'll see here, uh, and I think a lot of people are familiar with the Instagram personality, Bob Menery. Uh, there might be a couple of Bob Menery sponsored contests and best birth coming up here in September and football season, uh, as well as uh, a lot of Facebook, Facebook and all those social media platforms with advertisements. And on top of that, I think we have a couple of industry partnerships that we're really excited to announce and, and show. So hopefully the, the name Betsperts will be quite familiar by then. And uh, a lot of people will, will be hearing a lot about it and, and check it out. Excellent. Well, uh, as part of that whole week one of uh, NFL, um, we'll be out in Las Vegas with a lot of our uh, gambling Twitter friends. So I uh, cannot wait to uh, meet you in person. And, uh, you know, again, take, take a, the opportunity to thank you for what you're doing for uh, the community in general, as far as providing this very useful tool. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. I think you guys are really on to something good. And I, uh, I wish you nothing but the best of success uh, with the growth of this uh, product. So thank you again. Thank you very much for the time. Uh, I can't wait to meet you guys as well. Andy, I think I still owe you a beer for screwing up our home run derby contest that, uh, <laughs> that we messed up. Oh but, God. Uh, yeah. 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 So, I've never done well. Uh, I've never done well in that. <laughs> that's just a donation yeah, every year. Maybe you, maybe you owe me a beer then. Maybe that's okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. You got um, paired with the, mu- with the mush. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, no, just yeah, kidding. I'm, sure. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's whoever gets to pick first tends to win that thing. So it's, it's the way it goes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's wrap this up here. Best of luck this football season. Uh, thank you for your time and, uh, can't wait to see you in, uh, week one. Thank you guys.